Kingstown has no dream, so it must offer the nightmare. We sell our failures. Our allure is prison labor and the wages to extract it. If failure of society could be distilled into one city, this would be the city. And misery is our fruit. Welcome back to the finale, baby. Feed the Bear, a Mayor of Kingstown podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron. If you've been listening to this podcast for the whole season, no ads, coming to you each week, talking about this wonderful show, maybe throw us a little appreciation, join our crew, get a bunch of other exclusive pods as well. Go to patreon.com slash DVR. We'd really appreciate it anywhere you are in the world because we have listeners all over the world, which is amazing. Help support the show so we can continue on in season three. We're already covering Rabbit Hole on Paramount Plus and Yellow Jackets. So become a patron. And with that, let me introduce, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, just off a cruise ship. It's Heath Solo. What's up, buddy? Man, I'm glad I'm glad I had a moment there because I was tearing up with your <laughs> I words. I know, man. I, I thought you were talking about my life. <laughs> uh, uh, you thought I was no, talking about the gl- city of angels. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. A Burbank. Yeah, no. It uh it's good to be back off the cruise. And uh so um I'm happy to be here, even though I was looking forward to listening to one mic I talk know. about it. But hey, things happen in this universe. You know, you make the call, uh, it's time, get it done. And, uh, I said, let's get it done and let's do this. My legs, my sea legs are gone. I'm, uh, (laughs) feeling good. Uh, but before I went on my trip, I was at the HMB car wash in Burbank and who did I run into Axel? James Jordan. Yeah. Played Ed on Kingstown. He had a, he was, he came in and I I go, that's gotta be him. And then and he had a Yellowstone hat on, so I uh, I went up to him, chatted with him a little bit. He uh, told him about the pod. He uh, appreciate that we watch his shows in the Taylor universe. And he was just coming back from Morocco shooting a new Taylor Sheridan show called Linus. Nice. So so got got the little inside scoop. Got spoilers for three seasons of Linus. No, I didn't. <laughs> but no, he was a such he was a really cool dude and. Uh, it was pretty cool to chat with them. So that's got me awesome, fired up man. for the finale. That's good to know that they're still working together after Sheridan capped his ass in two shows, right? <laughs> and win river. Yeah, that's true. Right. Everything he's in, he kills him. But that is kind of like, uh, who is there? What, who, who was that? Well, I guess it's, I guess Harrison Ford has a thing about he wants to kill all his characters, so everybody thinks Indy's going to die in the next one. But I think that's kind of like a badge of honor that, like, I die in everything. You know, you get that's an important scene, a death scene. Yeah. Um, And we got a death scene in this episode, or did we? Because I read, I, I read. That's what Mike reads. That's his voiceover that ends this season. And we've all seen the finale. Let's get into it. 
That's before, just before and a little bit while he's seeing that, he's saying that, we get a montage of Kareem, of Robert in the hospital, of Bunny looking up to the sky, of Kyle leaning down in front of his mom's hospital room who he had shot earlier in the episode. (laughs) Um, And really, I... When I started my notes, I started with loose ends, and it was Kareem, Robert, Bunny, and Kyle. And then we get to the and. end, and that's in the order they're in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I feel like this episode was fun, fast-paced. It kept it moving, but it was almost, I felt almost like this was the penultimate episode, not the finale. Mm. So... It's like I'm not disappointed because I enjoyed the episode and I just am fresh off rewatching it. But I am feeling like, damn, they better have a third season. I know Jeremy Renner's up and walking, but come on, man. Like, let's get, get it moving, Jeremy. Let's let's go in, let's go give him some physical therapy solo. Some DVR podcast hey, physical therapy. We can put him behind a desk and have a body done. We'll talk on the phone and we could shoot it from behind him. There you go. You know, I was get like it going. It. No, and you forgot um in also in the montage, which I think brings up the biggest question of the finale. Uh the madam from eighteen eighty three, the gypsy. What's yes. her character's name? Um you keep talking and I'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um so she gets a phone call and says and it's like, everything went fine. I'm on my way back. Yeah. So. Which was Milo. Things. It definitely was. I, I I mean, yeah, I I believe that that was Milo. Yes. Okay. Because the s- second watch, I didn't know at first. First watch, I've watched the episode twice. First watch, I was like, okay, she mentions earlier that you're not the only one after him when she tells uh, Mike about Milo. You should have just let him get the bonds and let him go away. You're not the only one after him. So my first initial reaction was she, someone else, it was like a power play, someone after Milo moving in, maybe on the, uh, the Russian side of things, planted a bomb to blow him up and he now that it it went fine, this person and now is coming into Kingstown to take over. But then upon second rewatch, I'm like, that sounds like Milo. I think staging his death. Yeah, it, you know all that. But why? But okay, stage his death. I can understand staging his death so no one would follow him anymore. But why would he want to come back to Kingstown? If that's the, I mean, why wouldn't he just want to move on? So there's a lot to unravel here. I don't know. I've been wrong. Like Davidson was the guy who was killed, even though he re- I didn't really see his face, sort of. But it's that happened. So I, I could be wrong. Like I'm usually wrong. But is there more to it, or why would he just do well, that to come back? Okay, well, this was the first time I heard it. I was like, that's definitely that he's calling for Chandra. That's definitely Milo. Um, yeah, that was definitely Milo and her name is Tatiana. 
And I believe we had previously thought that she was Joseph's wife or girlfriend, but it looks to me and even the baby might be Milo's and she's Milo's woman, right? Not only does she work with him, because of course we see the scene before when Mike kind of gets the info of where Milo is and she, and he's like, I know this is going to burn you. You better get out of the city. But obviously that was the plan all along which we'll talk about because I felt that that whole thing was just, I mean, even the fight at uh, Miriam's house, the gun battle was, it just seemed extraneous to me. But my feeling is, remember, no one's supposed to think Milo's alive, right? He escaped from prison. So the fact that it had gotten to this point, I think Milo surmised, of course, Mike told people like Ian and cops, Milo's alive. So he had to right. fake his death again, right? Like go under, go underground again. But then you're right. Is he going to go back to, maybe he's just going back to the club to get her and then he's going to leave. But it seems like, and if all they ever had to do was go to that dumb club, <laughs> why was it such a mystery where Iris was or where Milo was, right? Like it just, there's some loopholes and plot holes here, but I kind of dug that a bit because when it blew up, what I thought for a second, it's interesting what you thought solo that someone was like taken over. I thought Mike put a bomb in the bag. That was my, that's what me and lady solo yeah. thought we were watching. I'm like, wait a minute, Mike took him out. And then I was like, with the phone call, I'm like, Oh, so, then the bomb must've been on the boat. But then, but it was weird because they're like dragging the water at the end there too. And I was like, no, no, Milo isn't. Oh no. They're not going to continue this Iris Milo thing in season three. No, no. But if, if, if you're correct, that seems to be, I just, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, she could have just been, you know, talking crap, but Tatiana, you're not the only one after him. Just that's why I felt like uh, someone there's a yeah, new yeah. power play, a new power play involved, mm. but I, I, it's probably not. But I was hope maybe I'm hope I was hoping for that. It just seemed very, I don't know. I, I just really wanted to put this Milo thing. I wanted it done. You well, know, I wanted I feel, this storyline done. I kind of feel like it might. I kind of feel like it might be, and I feel like that can serve two ways. It, you're right. It could be a setup for season three and there's another power involved and maybe they're replacing Milo as the big bad, someone who can have a little bit of a more of a direct impact on Mike, Bunny, Ian. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. Milo was this illusory character that kind of faded in and out of the show. And I mean, if you put all of his scenes together, it's probably like less than 10 minutes right? Like the most he was on the screen was when he was escaping prison. And even that was really him doing things, not saying a lot of things, right? It was just like getting out of prison. So I think it right. would be smart to kind of replace him. It then again, it could be further reason to keep him in the show, you know, but I, I would think not. I think, and I hope like you, that that's kind of run. It's that he has kind of run his course, even though we still, we never really found out about me, you know, his history with coach, 
anything else, you know, that kind of what happened. I mean, he even mentions Mitch too in the yeah. house. Like Mitch wouldn't let me wait. Like <laughs> I am honestly like they did with Spartacus. I would be okay with doing a prequel for a season three. If, you know, if Jer- if Renner needs to, you know, you know, he- he's still recovering and stuff. I would be okay. Oh shit. Bring Kyle Chandler back for a season. Kyle Chandler back for a season. Mike's in prison. And, and, and Mike's in prison with bunny. And maybe, you know, I mean, there might be, you might be able to shoot like a scene at, you know, a couple of scenes with them or something. And the commissary sitting down, you know, with bunny or, you know, seeing that backstory. Yeah. I mean, but even like how Mitch ran stuff while Milo wasn't in prison, mm-hmm. I'd be good with that. I'd be that'd be kind of cool to see the lead up. I mean, that's just an option. I doubt they'll do that, but that would be kind of fun to get a, you know, a little prequel action with Mitch. Would be. It would be and then you could set up You could do the serial killings too with Lem. <laughs> yeah, you're Dude, there's you a have lot it all. you could do. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? We could bring back some dead characters like your friend that you met at the um at the car wash, James Jordan, James Jordan, James Jordan, Jordan will be back. back. <laughs> Ed could come back. Um, we could get a Kareem uh, pre prison rape. Maybe he has a little better attitude. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe he hasn't given up now. He's burnt out. He yeah. hasn't given up on life. It'll be maybe, just a little you know, happier all around. Maybe they could have so see, something other than misery. We could see our Vienna sausage guy from season one. There you go. There you go. You know, be um, fantastic. I mean, it's a possibility because there are aspects of core. I was just thinking about that. It's funny you said that because after I finished watching and I was thinking about season three, I thought prequel two, but I thought the other side where they could somehow ha- do the whole thing with Mike and like a Mike in prison thing, but then he's, but then he's really kind of, we really follow bunny more. You know, like mm-hmm, you were kind of mm-hmm. talking about, but whatever they do, I hope they do a season three. We, like I, I had mentioned earlier, you know, just recently, Jeremy Renner had some video of him kind of up and walking, getting stronger. But I mean, if it took him four months to get up and walk, the guy, the, these injuries are really severe, you know, yeah. and um, they've done a pretty good job of like keeping the exact specific injuries kind of a secret because i don't you know if you start slicing so many tendons and muscles and everything in your legs could be i mean look what happened to alex smith where he almost lost his leg like you know you get infections and it's 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 a tough road you know my dad had some feet problems that were, were crazy and it was hard for him to walk so i mean we wish him the best i hope they do but to get back to the milo thing I kind of hope that they are done with Milo. He's got his millions. He 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 gets to kind of tell Mike and Iris off, you know, fakes the death, goes away. Um, and we don't really need to see him anymore. Where do we go from here, though? Mike gets really the only resolution of the season is Mike get and Iris get to come back together. But the funny thing is, we're like kind of, we end where we began on the boat. We had talked about it, right? <laughs> we said something about a boat. I told and, you. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I wasn't expect. There was the, uh, yeah, we began and ended on the boat. <laughs> she gets to go on uh, a boat. Not the way again. they envisioned it, but uh, 
I like the, uh, I don't know if it's foreshadowing or the irony of the whole boat thing. Well, it's kind uh, of interesting. I feel it is a little bit, the as you say, irony, because as with what I read in the beginning, there's really no progress here, right? Like Miriam shot, Kyle shot her. His marriage is in ruin. Mike is fucked up. Bunny's fucked up. Robert's in the hospital. Maybe there's some sort of balance that's achieved because Mike does force through the the killing of the AB uh, leader in prison, right? We see Raph and a couple of the other guys we got to know when Bunny was in prison take him out, mm-hmm. and they're allowed to do that because um, we have a, what's what's that dude's name again? Barney. Uh, yeah. He he turned out to not be a bad guy, right? He yeah. he stayed with Mike the whole season, which that was cool. Um, that that little plot twist never happened, but he allows it to happen. So maybe the balance comes back a little bit, but still, Bunny has all these guns. Mike tells him that the cops are on the streets looking for him. Right? There's a war is going to break out. So we really end the season, even though we have the Milo thing and it's like a false ending, you know, because the stuff we've really been concentrating on is still completely in flux. And yeah. So a couple of things there, actually, I want to touch upon one, the fact that Mike tells Carney, it happens tonight. It almost feels like that was in play. Like it wasn't just, Uh Hey, take them out. It happens tonight. So that means that was always an option, or at least recently, that became an option. Uh, maybe after Davidson tried to to kill Mike, or ever since they put a hit on him. Um, well, was it after you know, the? Was there a conversation Mike had after the conversation with Bunny, where he was like, "Maybe this will satiate Bunny, and Bunny will give the guns back or lay down." You know what I? Yeah, we don't know when because we didn't see the conversation, but we got to believe it happened with him and Carney putting that in play, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was ever with Bunny, but but I mean, I, I like how they say it's from the mayor. Well, the mayor says hello. <laughs> <laughs> the message message the from mayor the mayor sends his regards. Yeah, message from the mayor, motherfucker. So, like, you know. Th- so that thing there, it, it was just like, wow, they took him out, you know, of course, you know, after what happened now, I'm still, my question is, I know you've answered this every single time I've asked it, but to, with what we know now, so the, the Aryan brotherhood and the Russians are separate, right? <laughs> I believe that they are separate, but aligned. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to ask that again. That's okay. I just, I just, I just, cause, cause then I go back to when the AB took Iris and did what they did, but Milo mm-hmm. wouldn't care anyway. So it's just like, I don't know. I just, cause, because I, I want to know like Davidson is out and the head of the brotherhood is out, but Milo's mm-hmm. still in play, you know? So I, it well, must be it like, does Carney also says, you know, before it happens, Mike says, how are they doing without Davidson? And he says, someone right. will rise up. So they took out this guy. And I think their hope is that power play, whoever rises up will then have respect for the, the new 
lay, uh, lay of the land, which is more like equality of the criminals, right? right? That this prison isn't an AB only prison and the other COs will listen as well and things will change. What that does prevent some kind of war or whatever, perhaps the prison will be more stable, but I don't see how that's really going. It, perhaps Bunny will think, okay, we got Robert. We don't need to do anything else, but that doesn't mean the cops aren't going to come after Bunny, right? So, Well, that's the thing is, so it looks like that the Crips or Bloods are going to have more power with this happening. Yeah, all but blacks. If, the key is all blacks. But if the key is if Robert dies, it's going to change everything. Yeah, because that was then something. The that mic- was one prediction that was correct that we got there, that they kept the Robert thing going, and that well, you, was, I think you predicted that. I predicted hey, he's dead. Whenever I give us credit, Sola, we're a team here. You know what I'm saying? We're That's we're right. all DVR up in here. That's um, right, up in here, <laughs> up in here. All D, baby, all D. Um, that's kind of a double entendre there. Anyway, back to the show. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess we'll have to see how it all works out, but what, wait, what were we talking about? I got distracted. (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, the, uh, the take the, uh, um, the infrastructure of who, like if the all blacks are now going to take over. No, I think that I don't think it's a takeover thing. Yeah, I think well, it's just the equality. Yes, possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true too. Is or it could just equal it back up because the ABO was running the yeah. prison. Yep. So I think on the prison level, but also on the outside, that's got to send a message because it's all connected. Um, and so the, it'll be interesting. Well, the other thing that we're forgetting about too is Sandrine Holt and how she was the one who got Bunny out, and how right. perhaps. All of this is essentially meaningless because they all might be moved, you know, and the prison, they're, they're, they're not really going to, they're not going to give power to these people anymore because as Mike says in the end too, the prison labor thing and the wages to extract it, it really becomes a money thing. But then again- right. You know, how much do they want to get involved in the politics of the prison? I think by letting Bunny out, that might have been a signal from this new company that, okay, Mike, run that you knew how to keep it good before. We just want to make our money. You can take care of that stuff. You tell us what to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe he has a more direct line if there is a season three to how things work. But then, like you're saying, too, I can't. You wouldn't trust that all black is going to be like, okay, we took out, let's just all be equal. They might be like, fuck equal. Like Bunny was saying. No. Yeah. You know, like, fuck it. We're going to get ours. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and it, it, yeah, cause the whole Sandrine hole in that, that whole thing with Mike Owen in her favor and, mm-hmm. and, and getting Bunny out, there's gotta be so good. That's where I think honestly, like, so we season one ended with the riots and the chaos, right? And this second season was kind of the aftermath of that and what was going on in Kingstown after the riots and everything. I'm wondering after what's happened now, I'm wondering if this show could benefit from like a year or two later. 
You know what I mean? Not just, you know, if they don't, if they can't shoot, it may, they may be able to use that to its advantage where, you know, maybe Kyle, you know, you know, Kyle wants to break away and then he literally is like, I'm going to my wife. I, I have to. And then he gets keep pulled back in. Mike needs him because my, well, she's coming house. back now. Remember, he, yeah. She said she was going to, yeah. I was like, don't come back. What are you doing? Yeah. That's what I say. Don't come back, dude. You're safer there. I'll come to you. But you know, Kyle's getting pulled back in to everything. So it's like, um, it, yeah. So it, <laughs> it, it's a poor guy finally makes a great decision. And then, he accidentally shoots his mom mm-hmm. and now is a mess. Uh, but it, it just really, um, so what I was saying is it could really benefit from a time lapse. I agree. Uh, and then you got the, and you got the Ian thing with killing the, the eyewitness. Yeah, I mean, there's so many up things in the air too. You're right. We don't Eve- know. Evelyn. Evelyn is going to try to make her move to take back her city yep. as a DA. Mm-hmm. So there, there are a lot of things. And, and actually, Axel, I know we have a lot of loose ends and whatnot, but like, could we really have solved all this stuff this season? No. no. You know what I mean? And and that's the, that's the, the, the major arc of this show. We, you know, it's not just gonna, it's, it, we still have a lot of things going on and we have the buildup. That's why like even a couple, an episode, even of Mike and Bunny's relationship in prison would really set up if they do have to go at odds. We, re- I would really like to see more of their history, just to see it in one episode, like just kind of do one of those things, and then it really builds up for a showdown or a possible war between the two. Because when Mike left Bunny on the alley when he took the dude's Uzi, <laughs> and, and uh. What are you doing, Mike? Don't kill anyone, Mike. Um, they left it like even Mike looks at him like, why? You know, like of course Bunny didn't know like who are you talking about? Who's her? You know, and then he's like about backing him in. You back me in a corner. I'm gonna I'm gonna come th- I'm gonna come through you. Yeah. And that was like that was it for for Mike. He's just like we're at this point now, really. And he walks away, and I, I don't think that relationship's ever gonna be the same no because yeah i i agree with you and i think that that's why i was thinking that if mike thinks that allowing all blacks to kill the ab leader is gonna lead to a stability inside the prison which will then maybe echo out onto the streets he probably has Mm -hmm. another thing coming because as we as you say like the arc of this show really is chaos right controlled chaos and right. bunny now seems to be confident in the fact that he needs to take his and fuck everybody and you know echoing a truth of him being and and his people being uh, under fire from birth that they have to take advantage of this at this point it does make sense and you can see it as a kind of this season perhaps as like the rise of bunny if we go into next season and we are maybe a year or two next and mike can't see him right he's controlling the streets and he's really the one in charge and the mayor is you know 
fucking around in a cabin with Iris or something, you know, while, while yeah, I don't know. we should go back to, what did you think? Let, let's, let's talk some direct points of the show. Okay. Mike try Mike is almost taken out again by a, what it was a group of AB guys. That's what leads him to leave the car and leave the, um, uh, the uh, what you the money, the bonds. the bonds in the in the trunk of the car, which they later get, but which the whole time I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Event I'm bringing that up because that is what causes the shootout at Mike's house. If Mike right. had been able to walk in with the bonds, who knows what would have happened? There may have still been a shootout, but perhaps Milo would have just left Iris, taken his men and the money, and walked out. You know, and nothing would have happened. But instead, Mike forgets the bonds, which leads to the shootout in which Kyle shoots his own mother. What was your, my, what was your impression? You know, I've already said, I don't think I have too much of a positive impression of this series of events. What was your impression of this series of events? It was fun to watch, but plot wise. Yeah, it, it was fun to watch, but it's almost like it. Well, first of all, Mike, I don't know how Mike survived (laughs) in the car. (laughs) I mean, literally, like I had to suspend my disbelief on that one because there's no way he doesn't get shot. I'm so unless he's a bulletproof back seats. I don't know. At least once. Anyway. Yeah. At least dinged or something. That was a little, little much, but I love Kingstown and I'm like, okay, sons of anarchy ish. It, it uh, became, but you know, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> now we know why Kyle built those sheds. So <laughs> Iris could come out of one, which doesn't make sense. Did she have to go to the bathroom? Was she hiding in the shed? Well, I feel like there I was mean, a scene missing where she peeks out and then, and then Miriam's like, come on in. And then when Miriam turns around, there's like eight other dudes with Milo coming out of the other sheds. <laughs> like they never <laughs> showed when Milo showed up. He just all of a sudden shows up when she called. You think she's calling to say, hey, Mike, Iris is here. Iris is here. But yeah. it's Milo is here. Yeah. So, I mean, Mike forgetting the bonds and all the craziness. Mm. I, w- what got me thinking was. What, w- what was the writer's intention for that? Was it to set up this finale on the boat? Because then they couldn't do the exchange there. You wouldn't have the boat thing. Um, I'm guessing. But like, are, were you okay with him just totally forgetting the bonds in the that's, other car? That's what, I, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because you're in a crazy situation. But when he comes into the house, he's not like, look, Milo. Some AB motherfuckers just try to take me out. I have the bonds, but they're in route right now because I had to have somebody get them from the car that I was, but he doesn't want to say that because the right. car is still sitting there, but the cops are there, but you never know what Milo. So it is kind of like one of those weird, socially awkward situations where you can't really explain why you're late because it sounds ridiculous, right? But I mean, it, Milo didn't even believe yeah. that Iris killing Joseph and showing up at the house was a coincidence. Exactly. Which I wouldn't either if I was Milo. So it is a series of events that would 
lead Milo to believe that they were in cahoot, right? Like this was a whole plan. They were going to take him out or something. But then having Kyle come in from behind and just start shooting people just didn't make any sense, you know? Like at least Ian kind of waited outside until the gunfire erupted. Then he came and helped. But I just felt like the whole thing was just badly execute. Now, perhaps it's good writing because we've talked about it in the past, right? Like in real life, weird shit happens, right? So if you write that your characters actually don't always make the right decisions, that they sometimes enter into a situation and it's a clusterfuck, which is basically what that is. So if I look at it from that perspective, I kind of thought it was fun. But from another perspective, it did seem a little bit dragging out a situation which, from both of our perspectives, I think, has been needlessly dragged out for a long time already. I mean, yeah, you look at it like because I was like, you know, that I mean, that moment when he's there with Ian and Kyle ready to go in the house and then he realizes he doesn't have the bonds. I mean, that's a human. Fly. I mean, that's yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Someone could make. In all the chaos, you just almost got killed. You're in shock, which is why I kind of liked it because in every other show, he would go get the bonds, you know, be fine. He, that's the one thing they've done with the Mike character this season. He's overwhelmed, overstressed, overworked, great point over everything. And he hasn't been the smartest with dealing with stuff. That's a great point. Solo. So I'm okay with that because it does um correlate with the rest of some of his decisions. Yeah, it's a cluster. And, and so 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 it's actually work. It actually does work from in my opinion, him forgetting the bots actually does work because holy crap. Now I love it. Like I love it now. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> Seriously. Convinced like me. it makes sense. It, it makes does. sense. It does. And I like it. He's it, not just a super cop or yep. super not cop. And like you he, said, we've seen Mike fuck up a lot this season. Yeah. And last season too. I mean, basically this whole show is about how Mike should have just stayed in the fucking cabin. Yeah. I mean, it it does show the whole thing, how he didn't want this job as mayor and kind of had to, and kind of, you know, and he's not, he's not refined like, like Mitch was Mitch was doing it for a while. He's a business. He's a sales, you know, cause yeah, so it makes sense to me. And honestly, in the back of his mind, from the beginning of the season, he wants to get on a boat with Iris. Like Milo said, his salvation saving her. That's his motivation. He says it's the right thing to do. Ian is right. Let her, let Milo, Milo and her go. But he's just like, it's the right thing to do. That I love. What about your fit? Yeah, because I was like, what about your family? But after with what happened, he had to, he had to do it. Yeah. Because though they didn't have sex and they didn't have the cliche affair, they had moments together. Mm, they did. They're so both well. broken people and memories. <laughs> Shut up. In the cabin <laughs> in the woods. Memories <laughs> like I thought I should. In the morning feeding bears the way we were. No, I, I agree with so, everything. You know what You're I mean? selling so, me on this show. We should podcast on this show. <laughs> but no, you know, it's all coming together in my mind because as frustrated I was about things, what the thing with Iris, he really does have a connection with her. 
Oh, yeah. He does. And and, and we and saw like that in the my, first season. Yes. And like Milo said, and like he said, in this world and this town where there never seems to be a clear choice of good or bad or right decision or a wrong decision, saving her is a right decision. Like he knows how damaged she is, what she's been through, what's been inflicted on her. And regardless of anything, rescuing her is the right choice to him. Though I will remind everyone that this season began with her fine with Mike. And if she had been stashed away and Mike had been able to find the bonds and give them to Milo or whatever, she ran away. She ran away from protection and she ran back to Milo. Yeah. And at this yep. point, we have to dispel any notion of her being a long con. The things we saw happened. And I think they're more truthful from her point of view. There's no doubt that there was a reason we were thought to, you know, they wanted us to question what's going on. Every character in this world we question. Um, but in the end, for Mike, this is what feels right for him in a world gone wrong. Um, and we continue to just see all the, like you're saying, you made a good, a good point of it, the wrong decisions. And when you do see it that way, the shootout and then Kyle, what do you think about Kyle being the one who shoots Miriam? Cause we had long predicted that Kyle might bite it this season, but I think in a way this is like a nail in his coffin. He's never going to be able to recover from this. Kid yeah, no you know, kid. it's fun. Yeah, it's funny because back early in the season, remember when uh, Ian was going to meet Kyle at like nine o'clock or six o'clock, whatever, at his house, they were going to talk about whatever. And that's when I thought shit was going to go down. Someone's yeah. going to get killed a trophy. But it's ironic that there end up was a shootout at the beautiful McCluskey home. Uh, McCluskey. I can't say McCluskey. Yeah. So. Kyle's a mess. He's building sheds. He's getting drunk. He does, he's stealing bonds. I mean, he 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 wants to be a mayor. Hanging he's good at, at it, but then he's hanging out at clubs, finding Iris. You know, there's a lot going on with him. The the whole shootout thing. You know, again, another thing that could happen is we see shootouts and shows and everything, and everything everyone shot like like you know in war scenes. You're like, how does everyone know who's everyone? I mean, he didn't know. Mom was there by the wall. So the fact that he shot her friendly mm -hmm. fire made sense that that can happen. Yes. Definitely. The fact that Kyle did, but the fact that Kyle did it just, I mean, if the guy, the guy's broken already and he God, started the I shooting too, let's, let's not get it twisted. Right. He took the guys out in the back. Nobody was right. shooting anybody before that. Yeah. Well, didn't, was it him or Ian who took out the first guy with that? just with fighting. I think that was Ian, yeah, but he didn't, but he didn't shoot. shoot. No, no, I know. I know. Yeah. And, and the gunfire is what sparks everything. Um, but I will say when they're at the hospital and Kyle's just about to lose it, I love the moment with him and Mike and Mike breaks it down for him. You know, he's like, you're not just this moment. You're a yeah. good man. You're my brother. And he goes on, but you're not just this moment. Is, is is an amazing thing because this moment is about to break him and send him 
probably off to the point of no return, but his brother's looking out for him. When he goes, I got to go see Trey. He's like, go. But then, you know, he needs him. So, he, you know, mom was in trouble, so had to call. Um, and and I, I, don't, I don't think that'll – I don't know if Kyle can follow through with just – because if mom dies, oh. he's done. Yeah. If she survives, then I believe he can move on. But will he? Because he's not one to handle stress very well. So well, That's he may build more sheds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. He he's a broken down mess. So I I, I think he needs to literally get away. Ooh, he needs hey, to go to Jersey solo. I just had like a like a crazy like connection here while you were talking here. You're inspiring me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like to be Kyle the built inspiration. The Kyle built three sheds. Right? Were there mm-hmm. three? So I think so. Miriam, Robert, Milo, like their mausoleums. Are we going to come back next season and Robert and Miriam both died? They, they say she's going to make it, but you never know, you know? You know anything can happen in a, on a I don't know. I was just thinking, finale. could that be, am, am, am I stretching here? Or, I, don't I, 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 I don't know if it's a stretch, but there's if there's three sheds and three deaths. Yeah, like the mausoleum. I mean, if it, I mean, it would be great if Kyle was responsible for all three deaths. The fact that he built three sheds, but um, well, in some way, the just, McCluskey family—they're on—they're at that McCluskey house, right? Yeah. So, like, the family themselves are responsible in a sense, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's a chain of events. Um, it's deep shit here on and, uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Podcast. Yeah, this is re- deep shed shit here on. <laughs> Going into the sheds, man. Um, Hey. So I think that Kyle will not be able to recover from this solo. And it was a great scene with him and Mike. And Mike had a lot of great, I mean, a lot of great lines in this show. When when Kareem goes, Mike, you're calling me. It's 1230. He goes, 1227 actually to be exact. <laughs> yeah, 1223. Yeah, 1223. Like, his ass and then the other time, <laughs> oh man, some shit he was saying to Ian and but that conversation with them was a good one. And uh man, Jeremy Renner kicks ass on this show, man. He is like I mean, just he, a little spark plug, man, just running around on fire. He reminds me He reminds me, of, me Oh, you go. Ooh. You go first. No, he, he, you know how, cause, cause Jeremy, like when you think about it, he reminds me of like the seventies stud, like the McQueen, the Definitely. De Niro, the Pacino, yes, yep. like he's not the face Paul Newman too. good looks, but he's got that, you know, he's a handsome man, but he's rugged and he's, he, he looks like an everyday guy, but, but, but he can freaking act like it's, it's like, it's like having, you know, a character actor in a leading man's body johnny depp ish but like not but but what i mean is he's not like you know he's not paul newman good looks but man he's got that 70s he does an awesome look you know what i mean like i I know exactly what you're talking about the solo the heath solo one of my favorite films the long goodbye with elliot gould if they ever remade that renner could play that he is like he has that kind of feeling. I mean, Gould has a different look. They have, but 
they kind of fall in the same character, quote unquote, not leading man-ish. You know what I'm saying? Right, and I think right. he's so funny, though. He has such intense. See, when I think about this episode, I don't know if you play video games, but like in like Super Mario Brothers, you can eat some mushroom and you become like a bullet and you're just like going through the whole thing. And that's what I think about this character. He's just like a bullet tearing through this town and through all of these episodes. He's fantastic. Um, he'd be he'd be my 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 third my my third second or third person to play Steve McQueen in Bullet. I know Bradley Cooper is rumored to play it. Damian Lewis, if you he was always but then he played McQueen in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And yeah. that was a but Renner is that same type, he Frank Bullet type. Like he could pull it off. I He'd think be you're great right. yeah, in a see, remake. Bradley Cooper is He's off and on for me. Sometimes I love that dude and I think he's awesome. And then other times I just feel he's a little miscast. Um, in that last um, movie he did, uh, I can't remember, the, the, old, the, the horror movie that he was in, I thought he was really miscast in that movie. The horror movie? Oh, I know the musical that I loved uh, with Lady Gaga. Uh, what did, was, what was, Nightmare Alley from 2021. Oh, yeah. Yes. Actually, Del, you're right. Guillermo Nightmare Del Toro. Alley. He did, like, Bradley Cooper was great because he's freaking awesome. But, yeah, I felt like you needed someone a little darker. Me. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah a little, exactly. little darker. And, it, like, because he... Because he's more of a Paul Newman, Robert Redford type than a De Niro. He's too pretty. Uh, Renner. T- yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a good, he's, he's, he's a sexy pretty. man. You know, what are you going to do? And it's just uh, obvious. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes when they have like an amazingly gorgeous girl play like the nerd friend only to then rise up at the end. They put you know, glasses like, on yeah, her. Exactly. And, yeah. and they're like, no, what are you talking about? She was more gorgeous in the beginning. This is like crazy. You know, you're not fooling yeah. me. Anyway, back to Mayor of Kingstown. <laughs> yeah, well, he just went on a Pat um, Dennings two broke girls uh, run there. What else? Gosh, we really covered a lot of the of this episode. Um, I'm trying to think about some of the other aspects. Yeah, of, I just have some like kind of like oh, go ahead, like just notes. Just you know, it's 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 amazing, and maybe you could talk about this being a, a director, Axel. Um, I, I just found the way they lit Bunny this season to make him more menacing. Uh, it was interesting how he, I mean, his just expressions, he looks like he could rip, rip you a new one, you know, or that guy in the dark alley, you do not want to, uh, mess with, but like even this episode, I just felt like the way the shadows were and the way it just looked very dark, like he was turning to that. I agree. I agree. And I feel that way. Right. And I think that, yeah, his the acting too was fantastic. You see the way prison oh, yeah. affected him. So the whole premise of putting the leaders in jail ended up with Bunny being the only one that comes out clean. Yeah, right. Because even the other um, the other leader lost. Well, I, maybe he had lost his eye in the uh, in the prison. Maybe that, maybe that, when did he lose his eye? Did he lose his eye inside jail? I can't remember. Who, who are you talking about? The, the uh, Mexican the blood leader. leader. No, the, the Mexicans. Oh, he's dead. Mexican Gunner's Gunner. dead. Yeah. 
So really, Bunny come Bunny is coming out on top here. That's why I th- I the, you're talking about that lighting, him becoming more aggressive because of course we see him laid back, sitting down a lot. Right now, when he meets Mike in these last couple, maybe three times, he's standing up, he's moving, standing he's walking. Up. Right. You know, right. he's surrounded by his guys. He's always telling the guys directly, do this, do that. You know, it's just he's rising up. So I I could see this season as the rise of Bunny. And he has all those guns. The cops are coming are coming down on him, not just on him, probably on everyone. Though the AB still wants to kill Mike. Just because they failed the second time and that guy got capped in prison doesn't necessarily mean that they still don't want to go after Mike, right? Right. So, and, and, and yeah, and actually, one thing I did notice too. Now, I know the war coming and everything, but like the the Robert thing, like Ian, like Mike didn't say it was Bunny's call, but even they didn't at that point didn't really know who did it. If you notice, when they were talking, like who who could do this? Robert had a lot of enemies. Yes, and you know, so that was interesting because they weren't like, but let's go get yeah, Bunny now. That's a great point because. Mike definitely knows it was Bunny. Well, yeah, yeah. I felt that maybe, yeah, that was interesting to me because I felt that they knew that already. But yeah, from that, I from did, the I dialogue, they didn't. Yeah, no, you're yeah, right. they you're did. Definitely right. And but and maybe I, I that was a, because you know what though, Solo, that was in yo. the that <laughs> was in the hallway of the hospital, and there were a lot of other cops around. And mm-hmm. maybe they didn't want to publicly be giving up their position because I think Ian knows too. I can't pinpoint an exact conversation, but I'm pretty right. sure that Ian, Kyle, and Mike know that it was Bunny's crew. But when you say Bunny's crew, is Bunny acting for all blacks? That's a thing that I hope they explore too in the next season. Right. Because in the right. same way, they've kind of put the Russians and the ABs together. I think they people are different, right? There's different groups and definitely Crips and Bloods are different. Right, right. Yeah, so I mean it, I mean I mean w- were they united to kill the AB leader in prison when they go How, all blacks yeah. meaning is that just for this exactly. or we have to or do we have to unite in order to win to take over. Well, that's that's, a, that's another question. Great point. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. If you keep on saying it, it becomes the thing, right? Like if you keep on saying all blacks, all black, then that's what it becomes. It's not Crips and Bloods any longer. But then again, what are they going to, what's that going to exist just in Kingstown? Because that could then bring up the ire of, of leaders in other places. Or I don't know. I'm not aware of how, the hierarchy of gangs work, right? right? So, and they are kind of, they do obscure that in this show and only bring it up when they need to for a plot, right? So, but I do kind of like the idea of a season three involving people coming from outside Kingstown and exerting some kind of. Um, well, think about it. it, it's the perfect opportunity. Like, especially if the all blacks are kind of taken over and the other gangs don't want that, you know, uh, you could see people from the outside trying to come in and, and, 
and claiming some turf yep, back. That's true. And, 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 and trying to change. So that's another like, you know, possibility. Uh, you know, it depends. It really depends as to get in the mind of Taylor and, and Hugh and everyone in order. And it depends where they want to go with the show. Because if you want to just kind of focus on our main characters, uh, maybe bring in a little outside thing, but you know, cause we, they have set up the stuff with the DA's office and all that do, if they wanted to expand it more, then you bring in the outside forces, but do they want to keep it in house? If you will, with who we already established with Milo still alive, possibly with Tatiana, you know, the DA, the uh, Kingstown still a shithole like stuff like that, um, you know, and they've got to decide Robert and Miriam's deaths. Do they want to do that? Cause that changes the show yeah. dramatically. If they die, it changes everything. Um, and if they survive, we're still kind of the same, but we're still now we're recovering from what happened, mm -hmm. uh, with them surviving. So it, it's really interesting what they want to do with the show. Uh, if they want to keep it more like the wire or, actually, or change it like the wire for a season, it's different. You know, I mean, the wire went from, you know, the docks and the drug trade and politics, the newspaper, the kids at school. I mean, that was a different structure. Do they want to go full on sons of anarchy, the Irish chapter and all that, or do they want to keep it more the wire, but keep it in house, but maybe focus on a couple of different things, focus more on the DA's office or, you know, or how Mike's going to build becoming the mayor or if he, you know, or if he's got a plan just to get out and what can he do? So there's a lot of options they have. It'll be interesting to see what they decide to do. If there is a third season, I hope there is. And I think that where, so too. where you, I like all your ideas and where you ended with Mike is Mike's the center of this show. And now that he has Iris, what's going to happen? Are he and Iris together? Does he help her out to go straight? Do we come back months later? Or, I mean, if we're going to come, if we came back with funeral, if we're in the writer's room, we say, we're going to come back with funerals. We're going to come back a couple years later and, and Kyle's picking his kid up from school or something or right, right, and Mike right. is retired with Iris in, in the cabin or where we go, where does it go from here? Because it seems we have some sort of resolution there with that Iris will bring some sort of resolution to Mike. But as we've discussed, the, the fucking town's still Kingstown, baby. There's a lot of shit going on that, that's outside of Mike. Is he, there's no show without him being involved in everything. I right, think right. based upon, you know, Jeremy Renner and how well he'll be, I would think that if there was going to be a, there's no word right now. I mean, I Google mayor of Kingstown canceled renews. There's no word. I would think yeah. it's not a very expensive show and they may have actually, one of the reasons why they may have moved from Canada to Pittsburgh is to, because Pittsburgh offered them a lot of tax write-offs or incentives, or it was cheaper to do the show there. So right. maybe it's already cheaper. It doesn't seem like it's a very expensive show. There's not any CGI or, you know, and there's, I mean, they're paying Jeremy Renner and I'm sure everyone else, I, I would think probably uh, maybe Miriam is second paid in the whole, in, of the whole cast, right? After Renner, wouldn't you think so? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been it's a, it really forever. Did. Yeah, so, I gotta think. Diane Weiss, yeah. right? I mean, I, I mean, I, I think it comes down to. I'm sure. I mean, again, we're just speculating here, but Taylor Sheridan has a great relationship with Paramount Plus. I don't know what deal he has in place, but I think it comes down to if he, Hugh, and Jeremy want to continue the story, they will. It really, yeah. I, re- I really I depends. However much time if they it want takes, to. yeah. Because I mean, Jeremy yeah. Renner's and coming back. He's going to come back. He's I mean, I gotta again. believe. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, no, he's definitely going to act. But what? But but maybe this is more of a show he wants. You know, we don't know what's in his mind. Like, does he? Okay, I'm done with Marvel movies. Maybe I'm done with some action movies for a while. Maybe I need to concentrate on character. And he's done such a great job with this character. You know, maybe he'll be like, you know what? I want to revisit it. You know, yeah. we don't know. And, and, you know, and that, could be and a movie. Who knows, right? Like if if they, just, I mean, if they decide we're that they in want the to day, continue. What I like now, Axel, is it happened with Ray Donovan. It happened with Deadwood. We are seem to be in the day and age where, when you got a good show that ends early for whatever reason, coming back with a movie to wrap it up yeah. seems to be more acceptable now. Where before a show was canceled, it was done. You know. But I kind of like the, you know, wrapping it up, you know, especially the dead for Deadwood to do a movie. I thought because that was just like, all right, it's done. Yeah, you know, I, know. I don't want to do it anymore. Years later, we yeah, never know. It was like ten years later. I mean, so I hope because you know, I don't know the audience for this. I know it's not, you know, House of Dragon, Last of oh, Us no, audience. It's not huge, but not not huge. But I, you know, for the sake of creativity, I don't see. And I just don't see Taylor in. Sheridan as a person just be like, okay, we're done. No, you know what I, I mean? think it fits in. If you go to Paramount plus and now they have King of Tulsa, right. Or Tulsa kid, whatever the hell that's called, which Tulsa I love King, that yeah. show. I thought that was fun as hell. I enjoyed it. It I, was fun. It really was. It, was, it, it wasn't as intense as a Kingstown. No, it was just all. fun. Yes. It was fun. Stallone it was had awesome. Humor. Stallone was fantastic. Yeah. Like it, it is ex- like, I was expecting more of a King Stump, but then I started. But it go, still fits he, though. He, That's the thing. Yeah, no, right? it does. Like, it does. It totally does. But Paramount it has way Plus, more humor. But yeah. it fits. Yeah, and you're seeing like also Paramount has all like the CBS shows, so you're like NCIS and FBI, so it fits right. And I think that that's a reason to let it be up to you know the creatives. Right, perfect it home cost that much. for the Star City exactly. Murders. Yeah, oh, we have Tim course, Russ, baby. Star Trek, hey, Paramount. By season three, of Mayor of Kingstown Solo could be on the show. But listen, I know one thing: if what there thing? is a season three, if there is a movie, if there is anything, we're going to cover it, folks. So we have oh, enjoyed yeah. covering this season. And before we wrap it up, I want to ask: Do you have anything more that you want to talk about, Mayor of Kingstown Solo? Because I. I wanted to see real if you quick. wanted to end as we began. Yeah, <laughs> real quick. I just want to say I love the fact that Ian has an arsenal in the back of his truck. <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> Living in Kingstown, smart move, my my yeah, friend. Yeah, definitely. Especially He's my guy. after He's the pizza my guy. thing. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I I enjoyed this season. Um, I didn't feel it was as deep. We've talked about this already, but I still really enjoyed this season. So I do want to ask you solo, if you want to do a very quick discussion, cause we haven't got to talk about it and we did start this season. We had a little talk about the last of us, the first couple episodes. Did you finish it? Oh yeah. I just, 
I'm going to uh, take a quick pee break, and we'll after the pee break's done, <laughs> we'll talk about The Last of Us. All right. All right. The pee break is over. Um, if you want to stick around and hear us talk a little bit about The Last of Us with spoilers for the whole first season and the video game, then continue to listen. Solo, what did you think of... We talked about the first couple episodes. We both loved it. What did you think about the rest of the season and the finale of The Last of Us? The Last of Us, not This Is Us, the final chapter. Yes. So, no, I, I, you know, I really enjoyed it. Um, It was um, intense. I thought maybe they're going to kill off Joel when he gets stabbed by the baseball bat. Um, I didn't know how he would be able to recover, but uh that episode with the cannibals and uh our 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 new like cult leader uh that was that episode was amazing and i love when joel went into uh jack bauer mode that i enjoyed that um the finale i was i wasn't expected i guess i was expecting well ever since game of thrones um when we had the discussion about season one finale how it wasn't like your traditional finale their big blow them up finales or one before the penultimate yep or one you know finale sets up a little bit with game of thrones yeah and so i've been used to that now because i you know we grew up with finales being major cliffhangers major stuff happening and it seems like finales aren't necessarily that now um so but i mean still a lot happened but um it it really the relationship between joel and um was it ella ella ellie ella ellie 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 um i mean we saw from the beginning to uh you know their relationship for him to really treating her like a daughter and really wanting to take care of her when he was about to leave her you know, at, at his brother's uh, compound. And then I love, I loved the episode, the backstory of Ellie uh, mm-hmm. in the mall. I freaking loved that episode more that I thought both actresses were just uh, stole the show. And I was just so into it. Um, no, I, re- I really, really enjoyed it. And I look forward to seeing what's going to happen. Um, the only thing I was a little confused but then after listening to some pods, it cleared it up for me. Was that all of a sudden uh, the late? I forget her name. Sorry, it's been a, been a while. Uh, the lady, uh, the the Firefly leader who sent Joel and Anna Torv with Ellie. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, you know, all of a sudden she shows up. They sh- they happen to be in the place where they're at. That was a little. I wasn't. I was a little like, wait a minute, how'd she beat them there? Oh, a lot of time has passed. They took a detour. They weren't, that place was gone. So I forget when they went to Colorado state or whatever, and the scientists weren't there anymore. Did they know where to go to next? Or were they just kind of going West? Um, I, I forget now. They, they from, I believe from maps, and things that they found there, they surmised that they had gone to a that where they eventually found them. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, they looked. They there was like a map there or something, and they had seen that they had moved. So that's okay, why okay. when they that's were right. leaving there, their intent before they were attacked w- was to go there. So they had okay. a place to go, I believe. Um, right. Okay. What did you think of the finale yeah. and the choice that he made and all that? So it was basically save her or potentially save her humanity mm-hmm. with, I just think, I, I think that's the way Joel has progressed and the, and what they've been through. And I think him being on death's door, him losing, not being able to protect Ellie and she had to protect herself. And then he finally comes and, you know, doesn't really save her, but she saves herself. I just think under his, what they've been through together, if I was Joel, I wouldn't sacrifice her either. I thought that, that was the right choice. Um, it's just because you don't know if it's going to work. It just didn't feel right. And there's, you know, there's got to be another way. And unfortunately, when you have connection with other people, you, you know, you, you know, not everyone, I think humans, most humans, don't think of saving millions or whatever's left, but yeah. saving the one that's close to you. Cause you don't, you know, and, and, except for that doctor who want to just bomb everyone, <laughs> you know, um, you know, you, you have to have the right state of mind to think like that, uh, whether it's being a sociopath or not a leader where you have to make those tough choices. I don't think Joel with everything he's been through, uh, the thing that happened with his brother. And I, I just think he, he Joel, misses his daughter and this is the, the only thing he has to family right now um that's next to him and i i would have done the same thing so i thought it was the right choice even though the ramifications i i, I mean i don't know man when when you're in that situation i can't see like even if me and you were on the road right and then you had the cure and everything i don't know i i wouldn't be able to let you just die yeah this guy would be like, there's gotta be another way. I want my axle. That's my boy. <laughs> I don't want him to die. And then they'd be like, well, we, we couldn't really do anything. So, um, what, so do you, what did you think? Because I mean, you played the game and it, unless you got a follow up. No, no, no. I think you answered it very well. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that because it is, you know, we covered game of Thrones on Winterfell and little fell and, uh, so many other podcasts you can look up <laughs> podcast Winterfell if you want to hear us go to DVR podcast but um and I was not a book reader so when there were changes made or something I wouldn't really yeah whatever you know what I mean I'm watching the show it's a different thing on the, in this respect I've played through the last of us the game twice and I played mm-hmm. the um the sequel as well and I consider it one of the best video games of all time the reason why is because of the depth of the characters and the story and ultimately because of the end and it's hard for me and it was hard for me to continue and listening to you helps me kind of process it because it's hard for me to separate that from the show so i can kind of Empathize. Oh, is it a with, different ending in the video no, game? No, no. 
Oh, the, the, oh. the show is basically the, the game. There's, there's changes right. they make. Things are a little, this thing happens here. That happens after this or before that. You know, they, they change things around. But generally speaking, it's the game. Um, minus a lot of action, though, which is one thing I will yeah. talk about. But the in the end, it is that is the choice you make. You really actually, I should say, you don't have a choice, which is what makes it ultimately heartbreaking, frustrating, and amazing. Because I attempted to not kill the doctor and not mm -hmm. shoot my way through the hospital like 10 times thinking that there's some way that I would trip a cutscene in which Joel lets her die and there's like an right. alternate ending, but there's not. You have oh, to kill everyone and save her. You have no choice. Now, there's ways you can play without killing them by distracting people, grabbing her, and there's supposedly some way I got pretty far without killing people, but there's supposedly some way where you can get into that final room and distract the doctor and the nurses, grab her and run, right? So you don't right. kill them. Maybe they can find someone else, you know? But you're forced, well, I found you're forced to kill the people. And I did not want to do it because I had come to the mm -hmm. end of the game. And because the main difference... And this is maybe what changed it for me as a game player is they took out so much of the threat that's in the game. Because in the right. show, you see the clickers and the and the and the uh the monsters like two or three times. That's it, right? Yeah. And the last big show. Oh my god, sorry, someone's like calling me on FaceTime during our thing on my computer. Hey, what the heck? I don't know. Anyway, I hope they don't call DVR it. Studios. Anyway, it there's so much action and the and the world is filled with so many monsters and it's so infected that by the time you get to that ending, there is a part of there was a part of me that said I would rather save the world. I mean, I know this is like because and and you really get more of Joel too. Mm. You know, that I thought we've got to save the world. But in this world, this world actually seems a little bit farther along than what they present in the game. And that had, for me, is my main problem uh, with this show, okay. which is I think they took out too much of the action. I still loved it. I still thought it was great. I don't know if it's going to end up on my top 10 list at the end of mm -hmm. the year, mainly because of that, because there are so many, when they go through that tunnel, that's only like a two minute thing. Remember when they get to their like, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, the, the the classroom thing. And they have to cut through it. Yeah. Um. Be, no, no, when they get, when they're I'm riding not. in the car and they get to that city and they have to go through the city and through the tunnel to get around it, Right, it's uh, I can't remember what happens after that because which I get one I, are you talking about when they get to Kansas City or when they're leaving Kansas? I think City? when they get there, because when they get there, like the highways. Yes, all that's messed. the point. Okay, they don't go through any tunnels there. They see, just drive around. They see the tunnel, but they don't go th in the game. They go through uh, this tunnel, okay. 
and that is scary as fuck. Oh, that would have and been great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. They took out uh, so many. Now, I know I feel like it's a bit of a reaction to The Walking Dead. Like, they didn't want yeah. to turn it into The walk. Even though I felt like that whole episode with the cult guy and the cannibals was just like a Walking Dead. I did not like it that much, I felt. And in the game, mm. they make it so much better because they heighten this weird sex vibe that the guy is giving her with, you know, mm -hmm. like you could be with. Me. So in the end, I guess I have to fall kind of in the BR camp here. Book reader, as we called it back with podcast. Winterfell. GP, GP camp, <laughs> game player, game player. Exactly. The game player camp in that. I do not think that this story is as effective as a TV show as it was as a video game because mm. you have to do things. Oh, the other thing is in the game, when Joel gets hurt, that's when we talked about it originally, I had said, hey, I think there's a part where they could they could end the season on and then mm -hmm. and that's what I was talking about because in the game, Joel gets hurt, He, you, you're him. And you're passing out and they do all this shit where like the screen's fucked up and it starts blurring the whole time you're trying to go on the horse. Oh, wow. And you they make you think you're going to kind of get away, but you don't. And then you wake up and you're Ellie. That's pretty cool. You're playing as her. So oh, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So it really you're like, whoa, this is awesome that they did this. So there's just some of the mechanics and choices they make. So mm. it's not a bad TV show. It's not a failure. But I just don't think they could ever reach the way the thing, the groundbreaking nature of the video game just can't be translated to a TV show. And the choice to take out all the action, almost all of it, like 95% of it, was I think the wrong choice. And if they do do mm. the second season like the second game, which is a good story, but that's not as, it was a fun game to play. It's like twice as long, so it's fun. But I think this show is gonna have an issue with the second season. I really do. Mm. Well, hopefully they'll add more because now, you know, and, and that's where the camp I was like, the Walking Dead just, it was, it's start off with a lot of zombies. Then remember the beginning of the second season, it kind of like slowed down a lot. And I, I don't remember if people liked that. And then Frank Darabont left and then they went a different route. Uh, it, they seemed that they were slowing it down, the zombie, but then it like, I guess the call for more zombie stuff, but like I got zombied out. Yeah. Like, you know, when yeah. they stop at the prison. And I agree. All, you know, oh, the walking dead. The it, first it was couple. Too much. Yeah. It was great. The yeah. first couple seasons, but then it's, I mean, it, but, it's ridiculous now. Yeah. But the last of us. Yeah. You needed, you needed an episode or two. You needed to add that tunnel thing. Maybe, you know, do half an episode on that and then add another place where there were, you know, just to, I think there was two less of action. I'm with you on that. And now that I know with what you've told me from the game, they really miss the boat with the tunnel thing. Oh, there's so that many could, times. That could have been, that yeah. could have been 
amazing because honestly the end in kansas city when the you know the 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 uh what do you call it the, the what's the big ass monster called the goliath or whatever what is that yeah i don't remember the, what they called them. i don't know anyway that like that whole thing was like it was awesome because we don't see it all the time but then we didn't get much after that i don't think you got it anything i don't think there was another appearance by oh, you're a, right i don't i don't clicker. think you're they right call them clickers in the game clickers yeah yeah, there's a there's another name for the one that's really fat and big. I forget what that one was called. Well, the but main anyway, they did make it. See, another thing is they did build. They built up that whole thing about like the mycelial network and whatever it's called, right? Like that they can feel things. So you did well. Mm-hmm. You got to see some more of the monsters when Ellie gets attacked with her girlfriend with Riley. I think was her name in the in the mall and i i do i really like that episode i like the episode with uh murray bartlett and nick offerman um mm-hmm. but what was missing for me is uh joel was supposed to have been with tess for like decades and she dies and he's broke, but we never see their backstory. They, she just pops up in the backstory yeah. of Frank, of Murray and uh, and Nick Offerman, Frank and Bill. So I felt like it was about, I felt like this season was about t- two episodes too short. We needed to get a backstory of Joel and see what else he had been right. through. And I think, like you say, it would have been great to take one of either the tunnel or there's a couple. I mean, they could have chosen from a bunch of them of like the big set elements the uh, from the game and brought it into it. Um, but again, I still think it was great. It, it it The acting was fantastic. A bit rushed in the end for me. Like they mm-hmm. just all of a sudden got there, and then all of a, and Joel just rushes through in a quick montage of shooting and killing people. Which, you know, they have this attitude that they don't want to show too much gun violence and violence throughout the show. So that's one I read an interview, and that's why they did that. Joel killing everyone through the hospital in kind of a montage like that really quickly. Right, but I think it loses its power there. Like he was killing good people, he you know I mean that I think yeah that was a it does bit it lost. does lose. You're right. You know what? That's a great point. That's why like I was I wasn't like overwhelmed with excitement with the finale, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's but it, I did feel a little let downish uh, <clears throat> because montages can be very good to pass time and stuff but like a moment like that you don't do it in a montage yeah. you just I, it, yeah. it, it, it it's not as effective it just isn't he's going such a big to, point yeah he's going to save his quote-unquote daughter by murdering like 15 or 20 other people's sons and daughters who are literally trying to save the world so right. he killed many more people by trying to save her and that was a horrible choice. And I do love the way it ends exactly like the game ends, where she's just like, you every you know, like you they're gonna help somebody, or I can't remember. And he's just like, Yeah, everything's good. Like he just it ends by him lying. Yeah, he to lies. Her. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. That is 
beautiful. You know what? Because You're it's right. sick, kind of. But You're you know. right, Axel, because now I'm realizing I would have been I wasn't affected as much because they did the montage. Yeah, it was. That's what was missing for me. It was like, okay, no big deal. It's it's just killing people. Yeah. And these are the same people who made Chernobyl, which was like nonstop torture porn of fucking people having radiation. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, maybe they just had too much of it themselves too. And I'm never going to be a person who like, I don't choose violence. Unlike Cersei, I would, prefer <laughs> less gun violence and violence in general on television, even though, I mean, we just talked about mayor of Kingstown and bunny's arsenal, but I just feel like they kind of lost the edge on that. And I am warning. I do feel like season two and I'm giving no spoilers. I'm not going to say nothing, but if they follow the game as closely as they followed the first game, they are, this is it is not going to go well for them because Mm. I do not think that season. I do not think the second game is anywhere close to as well-written and can, and can see and like um, the output of the, the, how, how they ended up executing it. I should say the execution as season, as the first game was, it was fun. I loved playing it. Well, maybe, but, Maybe that's maybe they'll show more action and to, to mask I, that. I hope they scrap the whole game. Honestly, I don't think they're going to. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, right. they're doing the same game, and they did not have a the, the game. There's reasons for it too. I mean, I am in no way saying this because of the in. Obviously, we see that Ellie's gay in the in the first season, and that's in the game too, right? That her best friend was really her first girlfriend. And in the second, in the game, there's aspect that aspect, right? Her sexuality or her romance, her choices are part of the story, a big part of the story. And there, mm. of course, we live in a place where a world where people are going to be haters on that. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the story choices overall. It does have the a similar bite as the first game, but it just isn't as well conceived and executed like I'm saying. And I don't. I think it'd make an even less interesting television show. Then. Well, might as well not even watch the second season. Though. I don't mean to be negative. I want to be wrong. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I want to be wrong, and I hope they surprise me, and hopefully, maybe they learn from this. Maybe some. I just felt like there was instant love of this show all across, but there was because of this issue, it clouds people. You know what I mean? Because you know how the fucking mm. internet is, dude. There's a lot of assholes out there. But it doesn't have anything to do with that for me. That was a plus for me in this because it it was at least shows a dedication to exploring a, a character, right? Right, right. That part I love about this story. But we'll see, man. Now I depressed Solo. <coughs> He's like, on second yep. thought, I hated I, it. I, no, on second thought, I think you've heard the last of us talking about <laughs> it. No, <I'm> just <laughs> Uh, all right, baby, let's wrap this shit up. Anything else you want to say, Solo? Nah, I'm good. I'm good too, uh, man. It was a good season. Good season of the Mayor of Kingstown. And uh, 
not as good as the first, but I enjoy these characters, and I hope we uh, go on for. I hope there is a season three at some point. Um, is there real quick before we get out of here? Um, is there which did, did I dream this or did I read this that there's going to be season four True Detective with Jodie Foster? Is that yeah? True? It's yes, it's and it's set in Alaska or the Arctic. Oh, we'll be covering that show. Yeah, it's called like Forever Night or something. It's like True Detective. Yeah, what's it? It has a. Uh, yeah, wait. Here we go. True Detective season four. It uh, what? Are, wait, what are they? I'm not seeing. It. It's not that. Night Country. That's what it's called. Oh. Yeah, and it's Jodie Foster, and it's um. Oh yeah, thanks to oh wow man, are they wait are they doing the time thing with this too? Because she looks a little different. I maybe I just haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, it's coming soon, baby. Yeah, baby. Takes place right. in Alaska. Dude. You know I True love crime Alaska. in Alaska? That's like your dream. I know, baby. All right, Solo. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember to head on over to DVRpodcast.com and also support the pod. Support the pod like Savage Ginger, Lady Pris, Ian, Bill Kava. Brett. Ian from the Kingstown? From Kingstown, yeah. He's coming yeah, on, too. right. Oh, check us out doing Rabbit Hole. Check us out talking Yellow Jackets. We're recording that tomorrow. We got a cast of six characters. So we're doing it here, people. We're raring to go. And my voice will get stronger as as I get better sooner. And it's great to have you back solo. I will let you have the final word of the season. Everyone in Kingstown, stay tough. To get through this i mean all you have to do is get on a bus and get out of town and start a new <laughs> life which was the theme of like this episode but no one no one can leave no one can leave but no one can leave and because Hotel why would you want to leave town. why would you want to leave when blenny's <laughs> like hey what kind of vodka you want mike what kind of vodka you want mike peace <laughs>